The Hoosiers are dancing, even if it came with a little bit of controversy. Both the men's and women's teams are in the fields this upcoming weekend. We have tons to talk about in today's episode. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is a Monday, March 14th, and March Madness is officially upon us. This is Locked on Hoosiers, your daily source for IU Athletics news, analysis, recaps, breakdowns, all that fun stuff. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Hoosiers part of your day, more specifically, your first listen every day. A reminder, we're free and available on all platforms including YouTube, where we premiere our episodes daily at 7 a.m. The Hoosiers are dancing. Uh, It came with a lot of sweat as they waited until the very end of uh, the selection show to uh, tell us that IU was in. Uh, Joining me today is Jared. Jared, uh, how much were you sweating that one out there by the end of it? I thought they forgot about us. (laughs) Well, I, I thought they for, I thought they forgot about us for a second. I didn't feel great about it. Uh, right after, w- when did it hit you that we were either not going to make the tournament or that we were probably going to be in the play? And was it after Michigan was announced? Was it after uh, Was it after Miami took that ten seed in the Midwest? When, when, when did that hit for you? When Michigan got an 11 seed and we're not in the playing game. I kind of raised an eyebrow thinking, Oh, that's not good. Um, I never thought that Indiana wouldn't be in a 20 win big 10 team was not going to not get in this year. Uh, but when that happened, I'm like, Oh, I guess we're probably going to Dayton. I never really worried that we weren't in, but, um, I certainly wasn't expecting us to be in the playing game. We'll talk more about that here in just a moment. Before we do that, uh, as always, you can um, subscribe to Locked on Hoosiers, wherever you guys are listening to your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. Today's uh, Today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers is also brought to you by Run Your Pool. March Madness is here, and Run Your Pool has a better way to create your bracket. RunYourPool.com the premier sports pool hosting service. Those brackets are going to include the Indiana Hoosiers who are going to come in as the uh, one of the 12 seeds. They're going to be in the playing game against Wyoming. The winner will face five seeds, St. Mary's. Before taking everything else into account, what's just your reaction to IU being back in the tournament? Thank God. Uh, it's, it's, been t- it's been too long. Uh, like I said, I was a little bit nervous that they were going to forget about us and leave us out uh, up until that last bracket. So uh, the fear, uh, it really made me appreciate hearing our name uh, a little bit more. Uh, I, I just wish I just wish it had hit my expectations for what I thought we were going to get. Obviously, I think that dampened the mood of actually making the tournament. Um, but Hey, we're we're in the dance, and that's all that matters because it's been far too long since we've been dancing. That's my biggest thing. It's kind of juggling perspective and anger that we'll talk about. Um, ultimately, I use back in the tournament. It's first time in six years. 2016, last time they were in. More than anything, 
for IU to be playing games in the second week of March and not be the NIT, I guess I should add. Um, I'm excited for that. And this team earned it over the last week, weekend. Uh, They really earned it over the whole season, but um, the way they were playing by the end of the Big Ten tournament for them, um, that, that was a tournament team. It was very clear that that was a tournament team. I don't know how much a Big Ten tournament mattered. Uh, We'll discuss that in a second. Now, having said all that, having had all that fresh perspective of IU is back, and this is a great foundation to build off of uh, for Mike Woodson, this this is a successful season, no matter what happens the rest of this week. Successful season. Now, should IU feel wronged that they're in the playing game? Yeah, absolutely. What? we're being punished for not scheduling good teams and losing by 20. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. That just, it, it doesn't sit right with me. I mean, look, I and it comes back to Michigan fairly or unfairly. It comes back to Michigan at the end of the day. And we're not the only school that feels aggrieved by them. Uh, if you look at, if you look at Twitter, Oklahoma A&M fans are all up in arms about, about them making the tournament, let alone not the play in. Um, but it's they should absolutely feel aggrieved. Um, we were sort of talking before, you know, the question is, does the Big Ten tournament matter? Because obviously Michigan flamed out, um, got their 11, got their 11 seed, no play in game. We win two games, including against the four seed Illinois, uh, a four seed Illinois squad. Um, we bring our next matchup in Iowa down to the last shot. Um, and clearly those bit, the question is, did those big wins get us into the tournament or is the big 10 tournament just so irrelevant that we might've been in anyways, because, uh, we weren't the only tournament that was disregarded, obviously with A&M's run being the big, uh, the, the big one to talk about on a, on a macro scale, but I just, I, I'm mad. I, I'm mad. I I don't think this team deserved to be playing in a play-in game after they're showing in the Big Ten tournament. Um, you know that that that's my thoughts on on the matter. What about yours? Yeah, I mean, to me, it's one of two things. Although both could partially be true, but Michigan being an 11 seed over IU means that either the Big Ten tournament just doesn't matter. None of that. None of what happened mattered. Or IU really, really had to beat Illinois to even sneak into the tournament, essentially. And I'm not even sure which one of those is better. Um, We said that we thought IU was in the tournament after the Michigan win. Um, Ultimately, I mean, they probably did need to beat Illinois just with some of the bid thieves, Virginia Tech and whatnot, uh, Richmond. Um, I mean, clearly with their – where they landed in the – um in the tournament like they had to beat illinois uh here's here's some rankings for you the net which i don't i'm not a fan of i thought it mattered in the in the uh seating of the ncaa tournament apparently not because i used 39th ken palm which we've referenced all season long that one i very much vouch for i used 36th the selection committee i used 45th What's the outlier there? Like two of these are pretty much in line with what I think most expected. The selection committee just seemed to ignore a lot of the stuff that's happened over the last week, except for the 
automatic qualifiers. They had to put those in and just, I, other than that, it seemed like they just kind of had the conference tournaments on in the background and were just listening to the sound of them this whole week because it really doesn't feel like anything that happened this last week really mattered, which begs the question, would IU have gotten in if they didn't beat Illinois? Uh, I just, I, I don't get it. I, I really don't, I, I don't get it. That that Illinois win should have been more important than it seems to have been, uh, even with the bid thieves, as you mentioned. Um, they, they Look, they should feel aggrieved. They should feel like they shouldn't have to play this game. Um, the good news is, and I'm sure you'll agree with me here, that's not going to be the mentality of the team. Mike Woodson's not going to have, you know, He's not going to let them sulk that they have to play an extra game in Portland. He's going to have them, you know, he's going to have them revved up and ready to go. Um, or in Dayton, sorry, I'm already, I'm already ahead to Portland, <laughs> a little, a little ahead of myself. But already in slip. Exactly. It's uh, but but look, he he's going to have them ready to go, and that's really the only thing that matters. Um, whether or not they're aggrieved, whether or not uh, they were they were done a little bit dirty by the committee, you know could talk about it for hours uh the only thing that matters is that they're going to be ready to play whether you know whether they had to play a play-in game or whether they were just going to go right into the tournament so that's that's the important thing to me but i thank god they beat illinois yeah uh i guess in the moment it's probably a good thing i did not realize how important that game was going to be because i was stressing enough as is if i'd have known that the entire hopes of our tournament lied on Curbelo missing a layup at the rim. I might have, I don't know if I could have handled that one. I I do want to end this having voiced our complaints again, perspective. I use back in the tournament a week ago, we would have absolutely taken this. We would have said, yes, please send us to Dayton. Let's go there. Let's play in. Let's be part of the playing game and earn a spot. So there is some perspective here, even if, it seems like everything the last four or five days, I don't know how much it mattered or what degree those things did matter. I use in the tournament, and they have a game against Wyoming uh, coming up that I feel pretty confident about. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that opponent and just where IU, where the confidence is uh, for the Hoosiers this upcoming week. March Madness is here, and that means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual, or are you looking for the best? We've done our homework, and we're running brackets at runyourpool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers more game types like Survivor or Pick'em, both really fun in their own way. They have options to edit scoring, and they offer more intel to make your picks, all stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS. If you've got a business, Run Your Pool can help you take some of that madness magic and play alongside your employees or even gain new customers. Plus, they offer full white glove customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. Clearly, we believe Run Your Pool because, like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. There's no truer test. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize up to $1,800, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for friends and family. Enter Pure Madness, all one word, at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize up to $1,800. We look forward to seeing and beating you there. 
man, I love March Madness and I love all these brackets, but I cannot remember the last time I actually went deep or even won money. I'm hedging my bets this year with Stat Heroes NCAA Pick'em Contest. Stat Heroes NCAA game single single game pick'ems pits star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. You can take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with the gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you are going up against. In addition to their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head-to-head. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fixed. This is what Daily Fantasy was meant to be. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's, they're doubling your money. That's stathero.com slash locked on using that promo code locked on for a 100% instant match. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks again for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. Make sure to check out the Locked On Bracket Breakdown today right here on the Locked On Hoosiers podcast feed and YouTube channel. College basketball experts Chris Gordy, Andy Patton, and betting expert Lee Sterling give you an in-depth breakdown on every single matchup. It's a matchup that's going to include the Hoosiers in the playing game against Wyoming uh, where is your confidence level at coming up against a mid-major Wyoming team? I feel okay. Um, you know, looking at their schedule, they don't have anything that's too wildly impressive. I know they beat Colorado State, uh, who is playing the aforementioned Michigan um, once in the regular season. But I, I, I feel okay. I feel better. You know, look, if you were to ask me before the Big Ten tournament how I felt, pro- I would probably feel a lot worse. Um, so whether the big 10 tournament mattered or not to the tournament committee, uh, it matters certainly in how we feel going into the tournament. Um, I, I, I feel all right. I think, I don't think they'll have too many issues with Wyoming. Um, knock on wood, obviously look, it's the tournament, anything can happen, but, um, Wyoming doesn't seem to have that feel of a team that can make a deep run, um, like some 12 seeds do, um, I think we're the better team. I think there's no excuses, especially playing in Dayton relatively close to home. Uh, so I, I feel pretty good if we're going to get, you know, if we're going to get the playing game, I'm glad we didn't get Notre Dame. Yeah, very much so. I did, did not want to play them again. Um, but this feels like the best case scenario in a way. If we're going to be in a playing game, as much as that can matter, this is still tournament time. This is still, these are all good teams, Uh, but facing Wyoming, having done a little bit of research on them, mainly based around Ken Palm, Ken Palm has IU as a 54% win probability in this one, 67 to 66. Um, If, I mean, if you're looking for positives, that's going to be a home game for the Hoosiers. I know it's in Dayton. But that's a couple-hour drive from Bloomington, and relative to Wyoming, uh, it's a much, much closer distance. Hoosier fans are going to absolutely pack that place. 
that's going to be a Hoosier home game. It's against a Wyoming team. We've talked about the Hoosiers have been trending upwards. Um, even those Rutgers and Purdue losses were close games. And then you have the Big Ten tournament where they lose to Iowa on a, I was going to say lucky shot, well, a half-court heave. I'll leave it at that. Um, and Iowa goes on to win the Big Ten tournament, so that's how close the Hoosiers were. This is a Hoosier team playing really well of late. Coming up against a Wyoming team that has sputtered something serious of late. They were 21-3 and in the middle of February and finished 25-8, and 4-7. and to close the regular season and conference tournament. Um, they lost to Boise State in the conference tournament. Boise State is a tournament team. Uh, their losses also included San Diego State and Colorado State, also tournament teams, but they also lost to New Mexico and UNLV, who are not tournament teams. And one of their wins in that span was against UNLV by three, against Fresno State in overtime. Um, this is not a team that is playing very well, which if you're the Hoosiers, that's got to be something that gives you some optimism because how many teams are playing better than what Indiana is right now? This is one of the hotter teams in the country, I feel like. Yeah, and look, they have, they won't really be worried about Wyoming. They'll, they'll be worried about their own play and, and maintaining their play. You know, it's not like they – I don't think they really have to change much after that Big Ten tournament run. Um, especially given that you know they were inches away from knocking off Iowa, the eventual Big Ten tournament champs. So I think they'll just really be looking inward at themselves. Um, I'm not, like I said, I'm not too concerned about Wyoming and, and what they bring to the table. I'm more worried about you know maintaining that level of form and focus that Indiana was at in the Big Ten tournament. So um, I, I think they should feel confident, and I feel like they should be seeing. Um, St. Mary's on Thursday, correct? Yeah, it'll be Tuesday playing game, Thursday for the next game. Mm. I wish we had Friday. That, <laughs> yeah. Well, Friday will be the women's game, which we'll talk about here in a minute, uh, I believe. Um, but, yeah, the men's team, we were – we had to do short little kind of locked on nows about – what the Hoosier, what your team needs to do to win the game, what they need to do against whoever they're playing. I'm looking at this Wyoming team, and my thought is, I don't know that there's anything IU really needs to do relative to this Wyoming team. They just need to keep playing as they have been. And if they keep playing as they did in the Big Ten tournament, I'm pretty confident in this IU team to beat Wyoming. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be, I mean, any NCAA tournament game is going to be uh, stressful. I don't expect the Hoosiers to come in and just route them, but this this is a game that gives me some optimism. Um, this is a very kind of average Wyoming team. Um, they're not great on one side of the ball versus the other. Like the Hoosiers are great defensively, and it's just a matter if the offense comes along. Wyoming's just kind of the same on both sides. Um, I mean, your quick glance, they don't shoot the three well at all, and they don't create turnovers. And um, those are kind of two areas where the Hoosiers, when they've lost games at times this season, it's been those two areas. So that alone gives me some optimism. They also don't shoot free throws uh, particularly well, which is always great. So um, 
I have optimism. We're going to have a bigger preview of this Wyoming game. I would say later in the week, it has to be tomorrow. <laughs> we'll do it tomorrow. And I'm trying to get somebody that has covered the team with a little more familiarity on them to come in. The men's team is not going to be the only one dancing as the women's team right before we went live uh, was slated into the women's tournament as a three seed. Uh, we will talk about them and the fact that they are kind of in the group of death when it comes to the bracket this season here in one moment. Before we dive into this women's game, uh, the men's team, if you're looking at bet online, this is probably the most fun time of the year to be, to bet is during these tournament games with all the buzzer beaters and the long shots and the underdogs. Indiana is going to come into this play-in game as a three-and-a-half-point favorite. If you had to lay your money down right now, which side of that are you taking? I got to ride on the Hoosiers, right? You got to ride the hot hand. In March, you ride the hot team. The Hoosiers are the hot team. I'd ride the boys. Yeah, I I like Indiana in that one right now. It's going to be interesting to see if that line moves, how much. Um, but right now, as we record this Sunday evening, Hoosiers are three and a half point favorite on Bet Online, and that is your guys' uh, one stop shop this upcoming week for all of the March Madness um, odds, lines, over unders, everything you guys could need. It's going to be available on BetOnline.net. We're going to be referencing it all week long, so make sure you guys um, are checking in. Any betting you want to do this week, make sure you use BetOnline.net. The women's team, uh, it it seems like for as much as the men's committee paid no attention to the Big Ten tournament, uh, the women's committee seemed to really reward the Big Ten and the Big Ten tournament this season. IU will come in as a three seed. Uh, we said that they had clinched a, a spot hosting uh, that was just a matter of being a top four seed, which they did. Three seed IU will take on 14 seed Charlotte. Across from them is 11 seed Princeton and six seed Kentucky. It's a Kentucky team the Hoosiers have beaten this year, early in the year, at home as well. But it's a Kentucky team that just won the SEC tournament over South Carolina where I I love to beat Kentucky in the tournament, men's or women's. Uh, how excited are you to potentially get to beat Kentucky once it more this season? Always, I'm always excited to beat Kentucky in anything. It, it could be it could be men's basketball, women's basketball. It could be curling. It it could be a, a walkathon. I always want to beat Kentucky in everything. Uh, love that they've already got one on them this season, and I think. If you know, if the dominoes fall the right way, I think they should be able to knock off another win on them. The that's the good news is that it's even I use hosting, and even though it's a hot Kentucky team, it's a Kentucky team the Hoosiers have beaten this season. The bad news, they got drawn into the bracket of depth of death, the group of death, whatever you want to call it. This is a loaded bracket. NC State is your one seed. The Hoosiers played them uh, earlier in the season and lost to them in Bloomington. UConn is your two seed. 
They've dealt with injuries all season long. Paige Beckers is now back. Uh, if she's healthy the whole year, that's a one seed. So you get a two seed UConn, your three seed IU. For, uh, Notre Dame is in this bracket. A red hot Oklahoma team is in the bracket. A uh, SEC champion Kentucky is in this bracket. IUPUI, who might be a little underrated, is in this bracket. Now, how much confidence do you have now in this IU team uh, in the bracket that they find themselves in? Just beat Kentucky. <laughs> Just beat Kentucky and I'll be proud. That's all that's, all that's going to matter because it's uh, it, it's hell. It, it's hell. It really, it really could not have gone worse for Indiana. Even And look, even Kentucky as a six seed is pretty nightmarish, uh, especially, like you said, winning the SEC tournament. So I'm uh, – I'm not I'm not thrilled with the draw, but at least we get a chance to beat Kentucky and you know anything that happens after that we'll consider it a plus. We'll we'll consider it a plus or just a, or the season ends after Kentucky. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> it's interesting. The committee did some interesting things here because the Big Ten tournament absolutely mattered in the women's side. Iowa moved up to a two seed after winning the Big Ten tournament, um, which kudos to them. Indiana moved up to a three seed after their run in the tournament. Indiana was n- probably not hosting games. Uh, they were on the very edge of not hosting games when the Big Ten tournament started, and they're up to a three seed by the end of this. Now, that's the again, this has been a good news, bad news podcast. That's the good news is that the Big Ten tournament mattered. If I were NC State, I'd be livid because they are the one seed and they are playing in the Bridgeport, Connecticut region, where the two-seed UConn is also playing. That's going to be home games for UConn in the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight. That means if Indiana gets past Charlotte and gets past Kentucky, you have a road game against UConn to make it to the fi- or to the Elite Eight, where NC State potentially is waiting for you. There's any number of teams. Notre Dame could be there. Um Oklahoma could be there, but you're going to have to beat UConn on the road, most likely, to even get to that point. That is a loaded region. Uh, I have a lot of faith in this Indiana team. If they're going to kind of fulfill their aspirations of making it to the Final Four, in doing so, they will have absolutely earned it because this is by far a better uh, or the best Indiana team they've ever had. But this is a gauntlet of a um, of a bracket. Is it exciting at all that Indiana is going to get to potentially face the likes of UConn in the tournament? Of course, and I'm sure if you ask the team, you know, they, their answer would be if you know to be the best, you got to beat the best, and that certainly gets put up to the test in this bracket. Uh, my question is, if they beat Iowa in the Big Ten championship game, do you think that it's possible they could have snuck into a two and Iowa would have stayed around a three? Because that would have that would have been very nice to have been in Iowa's bracket as a two as opposed to where we're at. Yeah, a lot of things would have been nicer than this. Um, I wouldn't have thought so, but the way that they rank them, um, maybe. I mean, they really rewarded Iowa for that big 10 tournament, but also Iowa won a share of the uh, big 10 title, I believe as well. So 
they Iowa was finished the season really strong and they had the better resume going into the tournament. I'm not sure. Um, I think IU would have been a higher three seed, which might have taken them out of this region, which uh, would have been the biggest thing. I don't know that their seeding would have changed too much uh, if they beat uh, Iowa in that game, but I don't think they'd be here. And here is going to be a nightmare. We have a lot more time to discuss that, though. They will not play until Saturday, so they're probably won't be any conflict with the men's team because the women are playing at home in Bloomington. The men's team are playing in Portland. That's going to be a really late game. Um, so if the men are playing, I wouldn't assume there's going to be any conflict. So there's absolutely no reason for you guys not to be packing assembly hall this week. Uh, it's going to be a really fun week. The Hoosiers have two teams dancing and I can't wait. It's going to start Tuesday, tomorrow. We're going to try, as I said, to get somebody on to talk uh, Wyoming basketball with us for tomorrow's episode. Here is, I'm going to put you on the spot. Are the Hoosiers going to be playing St. Mary's on Thursday? Yes. Oh, I hate that I answered that so quickly. <laughs> I I would not have, I would not have immediately said yes, but I do think I, I Indiana's playing really well. I think that, that being essentially a home game, is going to really help them. That place is going to be rocking. I feel good about this one. I do think the Hoosiers are playing St. Mary's. I'm not even going to worry about an upset potential there uh, until we get to that one. Thanks again, though, guys, for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back with you tomorrow to preview Wyoming. Now make your second listen Locked On NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects at NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Appreciate all the love you guys gave us last week, even with that special episode on Saturday. Um, you guys are awesome, as always. Feel free to follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, and leave a rating and review. It's going to be an exciting week. Hopefully it lasts longer than a week, but an exciting week of March Madness here, and we're going to have you all covered. So until then... Have a great Monday, everybody, and LEO.